They bought a parking lot on a piece of land where the supermarket used to stand. Before that, they put up a bowling alley on the site that used to be the local pally. That's where the big band used to come and play. My sister went there on a Saturday. Come dancing. All our boyfriends used to come and call. Why not come dancing? It's only natural. Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life. Uh, today's podcast winner from the patrons is How Can I Have It All Without Constantly Doing a Technique? And uh, this this goes back to understanding of the difference. Um, there's two sides, the Son of Man and the Son of God. And you're pulling the two together, okay? They've got to come together. They've got to meld together. Because the Son of Man represents a thought and belief inside the one man it's part of his personality it's just the way he is okay he's cute and funny and does all these other things you know man does all right and god works through man man doesn't really have a consciousness like god okay God is the ultimate, the infinite, it's forever uh, growing and prospering and giving out life, okay? It's a formless consciousness, it's, it's all intelligence, it's, it's everything, all right? And it's in your heart, whole and complete in your heart, and there's one in everybody else's heart, okay? And together, they make this formless substance. And divine imagination was given to man. It became human imagination. And it worked through man's senses. And God gave man the feeling of love. And man splits that. He, he splits it. This place we are told over and over again is you know the place of men okay and one of the more interesting things that we are told is um, that well there's a verse in the Psalms that repeats itself it's in Psalm 53 verse 2 through 3 it's in Psalm 14 verse 2 through 3 the Lord has looked down from heaven upon the sons of man He's thinking of each one of us all the time to see if there are any who understand. He's looking for somebody out of you. Okay, do any of you understand? Who seek after God. You're looking for God. Okay. They have all turned aside. Together, they have become corrupt. There is no one who does good, not even one. This is the same exact verse given to us in Psalm 53, 2-3-3. And what this tells us is even if, you know, you do understand these laws of mine, that uh, they think it's about things of the flesh. And they go get the things of the flesh. Instead of seeing it from a spiritual perspective, 
okay, and bringing it together. The idea is if you think spiritually, if you think of God, and if you think and attempt to try to understand and be like God, then you get all that stuff, okay? It doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing. It doesn't matter at all. And this goes back to the promise. Some people will say that they've received the promise and justify it because they're teaching these laws. And they will tell you their experience and you will know by the way they call themselves and the experience itself, whether they have done this or not. Okay, I'm not going to name names, but there's a certain person who teaches this stuff, uh, the Neville Goddard stuff. He's a big Neville Goddard fan. And he claims to have had an experience of receiving the promise, but his experience doesn't even come, it doesn't make any sense as far as the promise. Okay. And again, he, uh, calls himself the son of man so there's your clue okay this is a lovely man he's a beautiful man he's helped so many people you know in obtaining uh, the things they want in life but you're supposed to raise up in consciousness and understand you're going to get all those things in life if you're understanding God trying to understand God, seeking God, okay, you don't even have to be there, you're just looking for him, <laughs> okay, and he's going to show himself to you, and then when you receive the promise, you're not the son of man anymore, you're the son of God, okay, you stopped looking at the objective world, you're the son of God, okay, so a good example of that is you know, money and wealth, all right, it, it, it's just like Waddles tells it, if you've read Waddles, if you've read The Secret, which is what Rhonda Byrne had, that was the writing she stumbled upon was Alan Waddles, and he says it quite clearly, you know, and you just go get his book, The Science on Getting Rich, and read that sucker, you know, and, um, It'll boil down to that one bit was my nugget, which was you're doing this all wrong. If you're being altruistic, you're just taking the other side of that sucker. Okay. No. You know, it is your right to be rich. It is your right to be wealthy. You claim it. Okay. Because you're not expressing God if you're not rich. Because a life in the objective world is about being rich, okay, and wealthy. And he wrote over a hundred years ago, okay, and he was um, emphasizing this is, you know, you just keep this in your mind. This, your mind is a spiritual thing, and you are the one shaping it out of formless substance, this formless substance that is everything. It's everything and you form it. 
okay? And you don't have to go in silence, and you don't have to go do this or that or anything else. You have to be yourself, okay? You have to accept that you're inside this formlessness and you're shaping it, okay? And then you put your mind on what you want. What do you want? There's nothing wrong with anything that you want. Okay, you want a bunch of money in the bank so that you can sit and play games? Do it, you know. You claim it. You start claiming it. And you, in your alone times, you know, nobody's watching. You're, I'm, a, if, it, if it comes up, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a wealthy, rich person. I have more than I could possibly want or need. I'm grateful for everything. I walk in a room, flip a switch, and the lights come on. How great is that? That was great. You know, and money gets me all these things. I love it. It's a medium of exchange. You know, we're exchanging for everything that we want to experience and try and, and share with. You know, I want to, it's automatic. It's a win-win for all. It's automatic. I want that. And they have other things they want. So money is the medium of exchange. I love that. I want that. So in order to live a good life in the objective world, you need to be rich. You need to be rich. You need to have lots of money. There's not a damn thing wrong with that. And you don't have to have a reason at all. Okay? It's claiming it. It's like I have air to breathe and it's good clean air and I love it. Yeah, but it's wonderful. Yeah. It's the same thing. You know, I have money in the bank all the time. I have more money than I know what to do with. Always. You know, and I'm grateful. And I'm grateful. You know. Take a picture of yourself with some money in your hand. And, you know, love on it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing greedy or selfish or ugly or awful about it at all. And we've all been taught these things. Okay? Money is your best friend ever. Okay? It's great. It's lovely and beautiful and wonderful. Be the son of God. I am wealthy. I'm a beacon of the Lord. He, his light shines through me. That means I get everything. I get it all. I have it all. And I have it all right now. And man, it is great. And I can't tell you, Father, the happiness and the relief I feel and knowing I have more money in the bank and constantly going into the bank than I know what to do with. These are the kind of things you tell yourself. Whatever resonates for you, okay? You, you, you claim riches. They're mine, okay? They're mine. I can't possibly, you know, express a good life in this world without it, you know? And now, what is that? Well, here's where the Son of Man and the Son of God come in, okay? The Son of Man wants to wallow in it, decadence, okay, whereas the Son of God 
you, you, the son of man takes it too far all the time, all the time. That's the gluttony, okay? And that's the, all that other bullshit. They take it too far. And then, the son of God knows it's always there. I don't have to be a glutton. I think I'll just have a couple of glasses of this delicious wine. And I think I'll try a little bit of this. And I think we should go to, you know, I don't know. I know it sounds silly, but I just love saltgrass. I love it. Their steaks are always cooked perfect. I think we should go to saltgrass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that feeling. Of the relief of knowing I can just, you know, set up a trip for 12 people and call my family and say, we're going to Disney World. You know, I love that. I love that. There's no, that's how I want to spend my money. I want to hop it hole in my backyard. You know, what do you want? What do you think about? You know, these are, you want to share. You want to give rich experiences. You want to talk to them about how this came into being in your life. You know, you aren't buying their attention. You're a beacon. They will ask, how did you do that? Well, I always wanted, I always wanted to, to win the lottery. Yeah, I did. I always wanted to do, I always wanted to do things that everybody said you couldn't do. And I've been doing that all my life. So I decided I, I was going to have some brazen impudence, like Neville Goddard says, and I'm claiming that lottery. That's mine. You know, I just kept revising until I got it. <laughs> you know, whatever it is. You know, but you claim the money. You don't worry about the how. You're claiming an experience. It's, it's a bucket list. You know, you make a bucket list. God wants you to have all this rich experience and all this wonderful things. You know, if all you want to do is delight in all the different kinds of foods you eat, you can eat and, and want to explore food, then God will give you the means to do that. Don't worry about it. And you want to share that. You know, so you put that out for people. You write about it, make a blog about it. You know, make a vlog about it, you know, videos. Look, I'm eating this. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff. It's, you're not being selfie. That's not selfie. Selfie is when you just can't get your face out of your, cam out of your phone, out of your camera, you know. Put it down, man. <laughs> you know, then, as you sit down to eat, you know, look at this, you know. You got, we're going to buy some clothes. Look at all these fabrics in this place. Isn't that wonderful? You know, it's, you're delighting in life and showing people that, you know, I love to travel the world and look at fabrics. I love to travel the world and, you know, you're having all those rich experiences. What do you want to do with the money? If you just want to lay around in a house, you know, and have women wait on you or men wait on you, and everyone, you know, try to entertain you, well, that's not living life, okay? That's being like Nebuchadnezzar. Or, yeah, that ain't gonna work, okay? <laughs> you can hack it, you can get it, but eventually it will leave you because it's of man, son of man, 
okay? It's going to leave you if you get it that way. This is the story of Cain and Abel. You know, Cain is Edison, and Abel is Tesla. You know, just think about it. You see it throughout time and space, all the time, okay? One does it this way, and one does it that way. You know, and it's their belief that somehow you're, you know, if you want the things on the objective side of the life, you know, no, that was your carrot. That is yours. It's yours. You're supposed to have it. You're not supposed to be feeling bad about taking it. You're not supposed to think you always have to give it away or anything else. You are to love it and be grateful for it. You know? And don't hunger for it. Because it's yours. You know? It's yours. And this is the feeling that you have to keep coming back to. No, I'll see it when I see it. That's mine. I know. I'm grateful for what I do have. I love money. And you're building that momentum into this formless substance that you're shaping that out of. You're being the artist. And you're the beacon. Your life speaks for itself. This is how it works. So... You can have it all when you think like the Son of God and you send love to the sons of men because the sons of men are on a journey to understanding. They're not just men. They're the sons of God. And these bodies are extensions. The day comes when we leave this place. Now, each one of us is an individualized lovely, gorgeous, you know, thought, belief in the mind of God. We're the sons of God. Okay? So, it's important to understand that. You know, and not, oh, I, you know, keep it away from you it, because I don't want to think about it. No, it's, no, it's mine. I don't have to think about it. I, it's mine. You know? And it's more like a, excuse me? Uh, I don't think so. I know I have more than enough in the bank. Thank you very much to take care of that. Get over it. Please. <laughs> you know, and off you go. I always have more. And it builds. So I hope this helps. If you have any questions or comments, you know, feel free to put them in there and uh, you know, come on by the Patreon site. It's the Law and the Promise at Patreon. And join us. We love jabbing about this stuff. And my patrons are so cool. They give me the greatest ideas. And this is one of them. The way you get it all, the way you have it all, is you think about God. And you claim it, you know, and you keep claiming it with confidence until you see it. Now, I don't think so. I have more than enough, you know, for everything, and it just keeps coming. Blessings to you, and I hope this helps in some way, and thank you, thank you for being here.